This is your guy Sway Way and your boy K Dub, aka Mr. Worthy, and you're listening to the Champ and the Chump Podcast. So we got football, basketball, baseball, what have you. Listen to the Champ and the Chump Podcast. The Champ and the Chump Podcast. Where the regular folks talk about sports. Welcome back. You are listening to the Champ and the Chump podcast featuring 118 Media, where regular folks are talking about sports, you know. So we got my man, uh, Kenton Evans, uh, as a guest. He is our first guest on this show. So we just kind of want to, you know, talk about your career. I mean, you know, you had an 18-year career. You know, you went to uh, several colleges. You are the quarterback whisperer. Yes, and, yes, uh, Cuban B. <laughs> and, and you did, uh, you know, advise us that you resigned from uh, Mississippi Valley. So let's talk about Kenton, the man. Like, what is it that you want to do right now? Man, uh, now, uh, I'm just going to just take a take a chill pill, man, right now. I'm going to sit back and just kind of just navigate this thing, man. Uh, I want to just relax uh, for the next couple weeks, uh, next couple next couple months, man. Uh, just to figure out where I'm going next. Uh, again, I've been offered uh, two other jobs to come finish out the season with a couple schools, but uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and relax, man, at this point, and uh, just see where things may fall uh, at the end of the year. Uh, the season actually be over in November, uh, the middle of yeah. November. So instead of just trying to jump into something. Um, you know, I think I might just just go ahead and just hang out and and just watch some football, man. Just uh, travel a little bit, uh, go to the beach, uh, just to kind of figure things out. The uh, beach, yeah, man, and uh, just just go from there, man. Uh, but you know, again, ultimately, uh, the goal is to you know be an NFL coach. That's what I want to do. Uh, and of course, the NFL season won't be over with until January. So I, right. I'll, uh, I got some people in some in some places, man, that have already contacted me about some things. So. Um, just want to see what's next. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm thinking, Sway. He, this guy has never asked anyone for a favor. Not at all, man. Mm-hmm. 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 And with that, hold on, hold on, okay, though. <clears throat> we do have a guest, and so you know when you when you have company, you know you got to behave yourself. So I do want to ask this one question. <laughs> Kenton, we know that you had an illustrious career playing and coaching. And right now we do understand that you are taking a break. And, mm-hmm. you know, just from what you were you were talking about, it really doesn't make sense to take another job at this point because of, you know, how uh, lengthy the uh, college schedule is. But if you had a choice, once you take that break, what are three schools that you will be willing to listen to. Who was you talking to? Give us those three. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, the, the the schools that I would you know be most interested in hearing from would be, of course, coming back home to the University of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, That's the place where I played at. And Absolutely, where my heart is. I can remember being a kid sitting in the Liberty Bowl, super, uh, and you know, played there. Uh, would love to have, love to have an opportunity to come back home and uh, coach there. And again, uh, Florida State was a was a was another dream school of mine uh, as a kid growing up. Uh, I actually had a chance to work work a camp there years ago, and of course, Mike Norvell is the head coach there. Who mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh, who was the, who's the was the head coach at the University of Memphis uh, years ago? Oh, mm-hmm. relationship, uh, did yeah, that. definitely had a chance mm-hmm. to speak with him a few times. So uh, that will be another one. And, and again, uh, 
something maybe maybe Southern California, uh, UC, USC, you know, will be another uh, another place. Uh, and then they're going, rains. then they're going to the the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, so they they're actually moving. Um, right. So um, I mean, but their their quarterback coach, I mean, their their head coach, Coach Riley, does a great job offensively. Man, that'd be somebody options. I could. You know, go and uh, learn from, or you know, help try to enhance. But he does a great job offensively, man. It'd be somebody I would love to to learn some stuff from. So uh, that would that would be ideal for me, you know, going forward. And of course, you know, you can't can't you know can't rule out the NFL. That's a goal too. I mean, I've had several friends to go from the you know mm-hmm. college, coaching the college ranks to going on to the NFL. Uh, T. Martin is, an, is a good friend of mine who's <laughs> actually receivers coach with the Baltimore Ravens mm. uh, right now. So. Um, and I've just seen how his uh, career has kind of matriculated to him being in the NFL now. So that's a goal of mine as well, too. I I I I, I see that, and and I can see that. Um, you know, you being in the NFL, you would definitely be an asset to uh, any one of those teams because of the the quarterback play. Like when you get to the NFL, that is the most elite level yep. ever. And speaking of quarterbacks, I mean, you've coached and you've played the most uh, important position uh, in football. So we do a section um, every week, you know, on our show in which, you know, we do the champ and the chump. And so one of the major, major topics, and this has been all over the media, Mm -hmm. is the whole uh, Tua Tungvaluk. Tua Tungavailoa situation. And so with me, I think, and this is the champ and the chump yes, uh, section, I think that it was a chump move by the Miami organization to allow him to come back into the game and play against the Baltimore Ravens and then allow him, oh, actually to allow him to come into the game against the Buffalo Bills, and then to actually play against the Baltimore Ravens, you know, less, you know, than a week later. Yeah. So I'm saying it's a it, it's it's a chump move. What do you say? What what what's your situation about that? Man, you you think about you know the game of football. You think about being a player, being a competitor. Uh, you know, you want to play regardless of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look at the, the blow he took the week the, the week that he played. Um, you know, he got pushed, hit his head on the ground. That's the thing, you know, with these helmets. It's so crazy. You know, he got up and he's stumbling and, uh, and of course, took him out of the game, but then he ended up coming back. Uh, you know, of course, back in the day, you know, we would just, you know, take some smelling sauce, oh. you know, put it under your nose, and you would just go right back in the game. But, right. of course, times of – have changed, you know, especially, you know, when, when you're dealing with, you know, concussion, the long-term effects of concussions and head injuries. Uh, I mean, so so many dealings with helmets. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's, you know, it's just a slippery slope when you're dealing with stuff like that. But then to allow him to play the following week, uh, and then to have the same thing happen, uh, you know, I definitely think it was, uh, it was a bad move by the Dolphins to allow him to play that following week. I mean, I think it should have been, uh, you know, more follow up with them, especially from the doctor standpoint. And as you can see, they did fire uh, somebody. I think it was a doctor, maybe somebody that uh, appointed, you know, let him come back and, and let him play. They end up uh, firing that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the neurologist. Yeah, exactly. Whoever it was, they, they end up firing him. 
Cause so, so would you say that was a champ move or a chump? I think it was a chump move. Chump to be move honest, to let him come back and play. Uh, but, but again, him as a player, you you think about being a player. You want to play. You want to be on the football field. You want to be able to help your 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 guys that you go into battle with every week. You want to be out there for those guys. You don't want to seem weak. I mean, it's just what what comes with the quarterback position because that's just how it is. I mean, you know, you deal with injuries. You want to be able to fight through it. Did you see his hands? I mean, I, yeah, that, I that man was throwing them games. Yeah, out. I saw it. So you, I mean, you saw all of that. <laughs> he was um, throwing them games. So. Yeah, and that lets you know, that, <laughs> yeah, like very easy. It, this situation is so crazy because uh, immediately I also feel like this is a chump move. This it was an extreme chump move on the strength that guys, I'm very close to uh, Stanley Morgan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Really? Yeah, I grew up with his daughter, Sinitra. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they moved here uh, to Memphis, uh, my mother was their real estate agent. Yeah, I went to school. With her. Bing, bam, boom. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, man, I've had man some real discussions with, with 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 Stanley about this CTE because he suffers from it heavily. Yeah, yes. he does. Yeah, I mean, because he, he played for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. He's an ex Tennessee Vol yep. um, uh, killer. Yep, and then. <laughs> Uh, and then Patriots killer and um man, it's weird sometimes what what you are privy to, but at, at the very bare minimum, you can really um ha- I- empathize because I'm listening to his head. Someone's talking to you while their head's hurting. Yes, and he's telling you how it's affecting him and what him and, and, and his constituents of his age group have done on behalf of, um, uh, you know, bringing light to this situation. Yep. Because the one thing they keep saying now, they keep saying, but you can't tell until someone passes away. Yep. That's what they keep saying. I don't know if I just believe that. And then they were saying it was um, <clears throat> like a back. Injury, oh, you know that. So, so Kenta, as a quarterback, when you saw that, you know, what were your initial thoughts? I mean, just looking at it initially, you just seen the, the game, the previous game, and just watching him how he was, you know, walking back to the huddle or whatever he was doing, and he was, you know, fell on the ground. That should have just been a cause for alarm, and they should have just, he should have been done. Period. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have gone back in the game whatsoever. Uh, but again. He probably felt like he could play, and he, you know, told the doctors, "Hey, I'm fine." And that's what just that's what guys do when they want to compete. When you're a competitor, you want to play, is, you want to be on the field. I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. But the thing is, coach, it seems like uh, I think we're ten years into the the quarterback uh, or the the player. Yes, saying I I can go exactly yeah. because there's what protocol exactly it is it's a protocol to it and that, that you have to um that's where i i can't i can't get on board with that yeah. um all three of us have have had a, a football helmet on before. yeah exactly and then too you got to think about this he's yet to secure that second contract of course, of course. you know so so they've yet to uh, ex- you know, extend that fifth year option. Um, you know, you've seen Kyler Murray get paid. Yep. You've seen um, Josh Allen. You know, he he's gotten paid. Yeah. Deshaun Watson has gotten got paid. super yeah, paid exactly. with a whole bunch of you know guaranteed money. Go Deshaun. Um, Lamar Jackson hasn't gotten paid. Yeah. Tua hasn't gotten paid. So I think a lot of that is you know he's trying to secure for his family. Exactly. I mean, if you, if you look at all of that stuff, and that's what it comes down to, man. Dudes want, trying to secure that long term, those long term, long term deals. Mm-hmm. You know that guaranteed money, regardless of how they, you know, they get injured. Because of course, I mean, being the quarterback, 
playing football is just dangerous in itself. Absolutely. So I mean, if you you know you get it, you get injured. You know, you want to be able to have that that long term security. So that could easily you could easily point a finger at that. You know, as to why he went back in the game. You know, why they played him the following week because. That could be the case. And and then another thing, too, like with, with football, and, and of course you play football, it's just amazing. Like <clears throat> when you think about it, if anybody should get guaranteed money, it should be football players. Man. But then on the flip side, because it is so dangerous, that's why everybody is so apprehensive, you know, of getting guaranteed money. Yep. And so I was just talking to one of my friends about, you know, Darren Williams, who played for the NBA. Mm-hmm. This man ain't played in six or seven <laughs> years, and he just stopped getting paid from the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, like six or seven years later, yeah. and you know this is why you know these people are are trying to get these guaranteed funds because you just never know. You well, never know. well, which which also goes into I think we discussed the uh, the co- college coaches that that get fired, but they. Yeah. Get paid over the next three years and then go to another right. big school and get a, a new contract. But I'm gonna tell you like this: um, what 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 else what else do we what else um, what what else we got on the table today? We got another issue. We got another issue, and I don't mean to uh, stop abruptly <laughs> on what we're talking about. But we have another issue. We got another championship uh, situation. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. So the Baltimore Ravens. They were playing the Buffalo Bills. Baltimore, they had a chance to win the game. They, Shut you know, they down. were they were in fourth down territory. Shut it down. Um, Baltimore actually went for it, got an interception, and so now you know the the, the thing about these new coaches, you know, they're going on analytics Analy- versus analytics versus you know what they know. Yeah. So, in my opinion, um, going for it. Was a chump move, uh, Ken. I'm going to chime in gotcha. because you are a quarterback. Yes, sir. Do you think the Baltimore Ravens was that a chump move or was that a chump move in your opinion? In my opinion, I thought it was a chump move. <laughs> All right, because okay. think about it, and you know, in, in the words of Herman Edwards, you play, you play to win, to win the game. Not Coach Herm. Come on, man. You play. I love it. <laughs> play to win the game. Okay, right. Um, and again, just like you alluded to. Uh, analytics, man. I mean, you you think about football now. They have guys, they have analysts, right? You know, guys have that job where they're analysts, quality control analysts. The, guys the have that job. The, the the numbers guys. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You have guys that that have this job as analysts to look at the percentages of mm-hmm. doing this. You know, at this certain amount of time, they do have guys that that have this job. Uh, but again, you you do play to win. Uh, but times are totally different now because you got overtime and stuff like that. You, you think about back in the day, back in the nineties, you didn't have overtime. Right. Mm. You probably would just kick a field goal to tie the game and just you know just live with a tie. But nowadays, you want to try to win the football game because you think about it. We we've just talked about this. Money's involved. That's right. right. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> right. You, know, right. You, you think about I win this game. How much money am I gonna get? And he still ain't got paid. You, and he hit, you know what I'm saying? He still ain't got paid. He ain't signed a contract. So I'm trying that, to get the, this percent. I'm trying to win this game. I'm trying to. Put up this certain amount of points, you the, know, the, to, the, to get money. The, quarter, the quarterback contracts that, uh, and that, so and so those we incentives. I love it. That's and, and so, so we crazy. never asked this question, and, and 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 that's great that that you've been an offensive coordinator and that you've been in the college realm. So, do you watch other games? Like, you know, I know that you are a coach, but I also know that you are a fan. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, what's your perspective on, like, watching other games? Yeah, I mean, you, you watch other games to get ideas. You, mm-hmm. know, you, you watch and see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and again, I'm still a fan of football. I love right. the game. So, I'm going to always watch it. It don't, don't matter who's playing. It can be a high school. Uh, it can be junior high. Mm. Uh, it can be – it don't matter what level. I'm going to watch because you can always find different things that you can maybe use right. uh, in the future. Or you just – Okay, you, you just watch it just to watch football because it's football. You know? mm-hmm. right. You're just watching it because you, cause you love the game. And uh, But, yeah, man, it's just uh, one of those things. I mean, you know, you, you watch it from a, from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. Then you also watch it to learn different things to be able to use. And, gotcha. You know, always keep stuff in your back pocket, man. That's what I always kind of use things for. I mean, I'm almost, always on YouTube. Uh, I'm always doing stuff to try to – to get new ideas, I man. Got a, I got a question. Yes. Okay. What's your favorite trick play? What is oh, your man. favorite? Like, hey, the trick play, it, it, it you, don't, you can only do it once in the game. Yeah. And when the game, what's your favorite trick play? I, well, <laughs> I can't tell you the name of it. I don't uh, do that. I won't tell you the name of it. Uh, but I can tell you the name of it because, well, I won't tell you. <laughs> that, well, baby, be careful. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can go back. Go back to... Um, Boise State they okay. play Oklahoma. Okay. They won the uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, not the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> okay. What, what was year? A, that was what year? It was when they won. I think when they won the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Don't they say won, what they, year. No. Yeah, so that's cool. That's so cool. they actually ran this little trick play. It was like a hook and lateral. It was dope. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite uh, trick plays of all time to 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 run to use uh, if. Anybody knows what it is. I mean, they can go back and watch it. Yeah, uh, Boise State as it was a, a great play that they ran. I saw it live against Oklahoma, man. It. Back in uh, I, when they started to, you know, get some notoriety uh, back that. in the day. What uh, does uh, of, the head coach say about that? With you being a coordinator, like coach, if just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I mean, oh, it's, it's there. I mean, we, we didn't even ask about five that, like, heartbeats. How much? So even though the coach is the coach, you are the offensive coordinator. So sure. they've delegated those responsibilities mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. So is there ever a time to where you draw up a play and then the coach overrides and say, no, nah, I don't want to do that? It's not often because when you run it, you're expecting it to work. Right. So, uh, and, of course, you practice it. They, they've seen – the head coach has seen it, you know, work and practice. So, I mean, you know, you think it's going to work when you when it comes game time. So, ready to be told. Are most head coaches – Defensive coordinators, you know, uh, it just depends. Yeah, like some yeah. some of them are, yeah. Like you, t- you take Andy Reid for yeah. example, he's like an offensive, offensive coach, guy. Yes, right. Offensive. right? And so Eric enemy like so like people, he's the offensive coordinator, but people don't really know like what he really really does. For you know, for the most part, man, you you get your. Um, it's it's like a it's kind of like even key basically when gotcha. it comes to head coaches. Uh, you know, most defensive coaches they think they know offense, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been fortunate to uh, the the first college job I had, the the head coach was an offensive guy. Uh, my second college job, the head coach was an offensive guy. Uh, my third college job, the head coach was a defensive coordinator. Gotcha. Uh, my, how how different was that? So he probably it, just let yeah, you he just let me whatever. <laughs> oh oh yeah, you know. had the right. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> He's like, son, we hired you. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was it was cool. He I ain't bothered too much. I love whatsoever. that. Uh, then of course I went to UAPB. The uh-huh. the head coach was the QB coach before I got there. Oh, gotcha. so he was, was kind of watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a little bit different. And then when I got to Mississippi Valley, the head coach was the defensive coordinator at Mississippi Valley previously. So uh, it was you know just to and then of course you 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 get you know. 
ideas from those guys as to how to defeat defenses. Right. Being that he's a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that was pretty much that was pretty much the the thing about it. it. Never really bothered me about what to call or how to call things and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, because he really didn't understand because he was a defensive guy. Now he knew how to how to try to stop you, but he you know also gave you ideas about how to you know beat the defense and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Well, our, our last little segment. Um, you know, we we always have like a a trash player or a trash <laughs> team, you know, featuring uh, Glad and Hefty. So I'm going to put the Georgia Bulldogs Ooh-wee. on the trash team or the trash player. They almost lost to an unranked bottom of the barrel SEC team in Missouri. Would you agree? Man, it, it's, it's <laughs> tough. Ooh. It's it's tough to just really put you know you got to think about like UGA everybody wants to beat them absolutely you got to think teams are going to play up like every week they're going to give you know UGA their best shot every single week right Uh, it was just one of those things that UGA probably overlooked Missouri uh, thinking that they and of course they're not ranked they you know at the one of the lower tier teams in the SEC Uh, I think they probably just had a little lull man. but of course, you know, at the end of the day, they end up coming back and winning the game. Or trash. Play tough. <laughs> <laughs> they were trash because you know in the NFL, you know, you say any given Sunday, but in yeah, college, right. any I mean, Saturday. it's in, any given Saturday. So I'm gonna is. give the Georgia Bulldogs the the trash, the the glad and hefty uh, team of the week. Trash. K-Dub, trash. You got anything? Trash. trash, bro. All I say is when you step up to the SEC, you better. You better show up. Exactly. And um, just like y'all said. Um, they were one every, penalty everybody's, away. Everybody's tasting UGA and Alabama all yeah, day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, And I was fortunate enough to work a camp at Alabama and Georgia this past summer. Oh, wow. Uh, Both? And But you, you see the magnitude of the kids they got. They got, again, we talked about Jimmys and Joes. They have Jimmys and Joes. Like, they have, like, big kids. But think about this, too. So one one of my players, one of my friends, he played for Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and, and what was his name? His name is Joey Joey Ferrer. Yeah, he, okay. You know, you. Joe Ferrer. Okay. So he graduated in '96. Okay. He played for Notre Dame, but he, but he said that um, the the NCAA can investigate whoever they want to, and he says Nick Saban kind of over recruits. He gets all these players <laughs> to commit to the spring. He basically runs a combine. He weeds out. You know the the weak links, and he'll say, "Hey, you know what? You might not work out at um, Alabama, but hey, I got a friend who who's uh, a coach at Kentucky State. You'll start there. Referral. You know, <laughs> they send them their fee, and so instead of them coming in the fall, they they come in here early, and then Alabama also has." Uh, psychological coaches on their team, they have which everything. is which is why you don't see that team making many. Yeah, they have. I should everything. be a psychological coach. Yeah, they have everything. I Come mean, here, dude. If, <laughs> Come here, dude. Go, if if you guys go to a UGA, if you go to Alabama, you see uh, they're they're surrounded with everything, top notch doctors. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, you know, psychologists. They they have everything like top notch. Uh, so there's really no drop off, you know, in in anything. I mean, if a kid gets injured, uh, I don't know if you remember when two was sprained his ankle. Right. Mm-hmm. He had surgery, what they call a tightrope surgery. Like, right. And he was, right, right, he was yeah, he was back the next week. Right. So they have all these top notch things. So, so you place. ran to the Buick. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what the <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what that's what they have in place. They have everything, you know, to help the kids. Um, that's that's top notch. So 
it's kind of hard to to beat those dudes when you got the best of everything, man. Coach. So 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 what I want to do is number one, I want to thank you for being our first guest on the show. Yes, sir. And then I want to tell you, you done messed up by telling us you don't move back to Memphis. Um because we want to have you on the show again because your your football IQ is just second to none. But the roof. But before we go. Um, we do want to shout you out on your social media handles. So if you'll give us your social media well, um, handles for our followers, I got you. Well, um, on Twitter, I'm a uh, Coach Evans. So it's Coach. It's two underscores and it's Evans. Um, and then I'm of course I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook. It's I got two fa- Facebook pages. Uh, Coach Kenton Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my that's my football page, and then of course it's Kenton Evans uh, on my other uh, Facebook page and. Uh, that's that's K E N K E N T O N last name Evans. Uh, so you can find me on either. I got two two Facebook pages, uh, Facebook pages, and of course, uh, my Twitter page is uh, Coach Evans. Now, so. Coach, do you have any personal aspirations um, that that uh, the, the listeners need to know? Yeah, about? I mean, you know, just just going forward, man. Uh, my dream is, of course, is to be an NFL coach. Off that, that is Ooh. that is my goal, man. Uh, I want that's awesome. I just got to continue to keep, you know, grinding and uh, keep trying to put myself uh, networking, uh, keep trying to position myself to, to be in that position. Uh, but, of course, ultimately, I want to be a Division One offensive coordinator. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, on the FBS level. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've been a, a FCS, a Division One, AA offensive coordinator, uh, been a, you know, offensive coordinator at an NAI level. But the, the goal is to to keep progressing um, and just to, to keep grinding and just to keep networking. Um, and it, it'll come for me. So well, that's, if, that's the if, um, if you don't mind, we'd like to have you back soon. Yes, sir. I, I definitely and, um, appreciate and, it. And anything else that you're trying to build in a brand yes, sir. of any certain extra things that you got going in your life, yeah. that's what we want to know. That's what our yes, listeners want to know. I got you. Man, the so, chump and the champ. Yes, sir. So, I mean, I may possibly, you know, now since I got a little downtime, mm-hmm. uh, could possibly do a, a QB camp. That's, that's, that's that may be something that I might be able to do in the city of Memphis. Yes. Just like, you know, that, that's, that's a champ moving. Yeah, yeah so, super. You know, Sway kind of alluded to that earlier about you know majority of the teams in Memphis you usually just put the athlete at QB. Mm-hmm. You know, in Memphis, that's pretty much how it always been. I remember mm-hmm. a guy that played at East. I think his name was uh, his last name was Guy. Mm. Uh, but he was he went to Iowa. Um, yeah, but this was back in the eighties though. He was I, I don't know if it's Willie Guy or whatever. He was a, a, a athlete. Majority of the times you get. You get athletes that play the QB position in Memphis. They don't necessarily necessarily have a lot of true QBs, man. Right. That's one thing that I feel like is missing in the city. It's just a, you know having a, like a QB camp, man. So I would love to possibly do that. Come back and do that one day. Man. I'm gonna tell you something that's crazy. Uh, so when I moved to Orlando, I, I don't know if you ever heard of the school called Apopka. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know that's what Warren Sapp went yeah, to. Warren Sapp, yep. <laughs> Warren Sapp had just graduated from Apopka. Mm-hmm. They had a quarterback, I swear to you, his name was Jeremy Rudolph. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was a baseball player. This man was basically like Tommy Frazier. He didn't throw the ball much. When he threw it, they caught it. They were basically wishbone, but they were undefeated like all the time. You know, Jeremy, he ended up playing like baseball like professionally, but – if he would have had some quarterback tutelage, I think he could have won Division One, gotcha. uh, and, and you know, and played uh, on Division One. Yeah, so that may be the next step for me, man. So yeah, I mean, so I, I think you got it, man. You, you know, you're a quarterback. Not whisperer. think, not think, not. <laughs> well, I think know you got it. No, all right, yeah. 
So, so we just want to thank you again for being our first guest. Yes, sir. And so you are listening to the Champ and the Chump podcast with 118 Media, where the regular folks mm-hmm. tell a whole lot of jokes. <laughs> Man, where the regular folks are talking about sports. Folks. You hear me? <laughs> Look, right. we're gonna see y'all next week. We appreciate Ken, Coach, Coach, Coach Evans, yes, and we will see y'all in uh, seven days. That is all. Enjoy it. Man. This has been a One Eighteen Media production.